Good afternoon. Welcome to the committee's oversight hearing on select provisions of the 1866 Reconstruction Treaties between the United States and Oklahoma tribes. In, eight, in the 1830s, the U.S. forcibly removed the Choctaw, Chickasaw, Cherokee, Muscogee Creek, and Seminole nations from their ancestral homelands in the southeast to Oklahoma on the Trail of Tears. At the same time, individual members of the five tribes enslaved black people, continuing to do so through the Civil War. In 1866, the five tribes signed treaties with the United States, which further reduced their land holdings and contained provisions about emancipation of enslaved peoples who are collectively referred to as the freedmen. Now, for the first time in the history of the United States Senate, these sovereign signatory tribes, freedmen descendants, and the administration have an opportunity to present their views on the 1866 treaties for the record. I understand and acknowledge that this is a difficult conversation because this issue at its core involves injustices perpetrated by the United States government more than a century ago against both Native Americans and African Americans. It is emotionally charged for many and for good reason, years-long litigation and disagreement over citizenship status of freedmen descendants among the five treaty tribes has divided communities and even divided individual families. But disagreements cannot get resolved in silence, and so we will soon be hearing from tribal leaders and representatives for each of the five tribes who will speak to their nation's treaty provisions with respect to freedmen descendants, Representative Waters, who has fought for freedmen descendants' rights for years, particularly in her leadership of the House Financial Services Committee, as well as Marilyn Van, whose advocacy through her organization has raised awareness for freedmen descendants of all five tribes. And later this afternoon, I look forward to a deeper dialogue with individual leaders of freedmen groups. So it is our goal today to start a respectful dialogue to listen to different perspectives, both in a formal setting and informally among members of Congress, tribal leaders, and freedmen advocates, and to educate the committee and the public with informed accounts relating to our nation's two greatest failures, the removal of Native peoples from their traditional homelands and the enslavement of black people. Descendants of both, many here today, still carry the pain of those grave injustices. I look forward to a respectful conversation that takes into account this, the historic importance of this hearing. I'll now recognize Vice Chair Murkowski for an opening statement. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, and thank you for convening today's very, very important and, as you have noted, a historic hearing. I apologize that I'm not there in person, uh, but COVID is keeping me here in Alaska for this week. The history of the post-Civil War Reconstruction Treaty tribes, the Cherokee, the Chickasaw, Choctaw, Muscogee, and Seminole nations, often referred to as the Five Tribes, and the freedmen, the lineal descendants of African-American slaves owned by the Five Tribes, is part of history that, that perhaps many Americans are not familiar with, nor do they fully understand. It is a complicated, history of injustice and of sorrow for both Indian tribes and African Americans. And as you have noted, Mr. Chairman, 
this can be an uncomfortable discussion. It can be uncomfortable to talk about uh, what was brought on by the federal government's own policies of forced removal of Native peoples from their ancestral homelands and the enslavement of African peoples. I understand that each of the five tribes has a very unique history with freedmen based on separate treaties with the United States, so I am interested in learning more about what these treaties entail and the obligations of both the tribes and the federal government to freedmen descendants. So I do want to say how appreciative I am that the Indian Affairs Committee is examining this history and that the five tribes and the freedmen descendants are here along with the Department of Interior to have a constructive and again, a respectful dialogue about how we might move forward together. This is indeed long, long overdue. I agree with the chairman that we should task the GAO, the Government Accountability Office, with investigating what federal services the freedmen receive and should receive in the future from the federal government. And with that, I turn back to you, Mr. Chairman. Again, thank you for convening this very important and very substantive hearing. And for the many witnesses that are there in person today, thank you for traveling to be before the committee on a very important topic. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you very much, Vice Chair Murkowski, and we wish you a speedy recovery and look forward to seeing you soon. Are there other members of the committee wishing to make an opening statement? If not, we'll turn to our first witness uh, who uh, is a towering figure in history enough so that she comprises her own panel. Uh, we are um, pleased to uh, uh, introduce the Honorable Maxine Waters, U.S. Representative for the 43rd Congressional uh, District um, uh, in California. Um, Congresswoman, your full written testimony will be made part of the official hearing record, and we look forward to your remarks. Please proceed with your testimony.